Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Riff. Uh, as per always, uh, my name is Cameron. I'm one of the lawyers here at Adams & Partners. Uh, and today I'm joined by one of our very, very special criminal lawyers. You know her quite well. It's Lauren. Lauren, how are you? Good. Thanks, Cameron. How are you? Good. Thank you. Great to have you back on board. Uh, and Lauren, uh, uh, it's safe to say there's been a bit of a demand lately. There has. There, there has. has. An ongoing question that I regularly get. It is. It's, um, it's always great to talk some crime, but this one's one that I think kind of is one of those areas that people are somewhat worried about because it could happen to all of us at some stage. Exactly. It kind of falls across a lot of jurisdictions, but it's a question that I get a lot in crime and and in family law as well. We we get it a lot. Yeah. But it's it's an interesting question. Why don't you hit us with it? Well, the question is, Lauren, that I have is, can recordings be used as evidence? Yes. So So things such as phone tapping... Uh, you know, um, recording a video of a fight on someone's mobile phone, things like that. When we get down to the nitty gritty, go into the court system, can we use it? Yes. So, um, in effect, the answer is maybe. (laughs) Like all legal questions. That's it. it. Um, So a lot of the questions that I'm sure you get posed in your area as well Mm. and in my area is that it really depends on the circumstances. So in terms of the use of a recording, really the sort of overarching legislation is the Surveillance Devices Act. Yep. Um, so this is the one that sort of gives you the prescriptions of it all and says who, when, what, where, why. So is this the one that somewhat more applies to say police officers and things like it that? It can do, yeah. it can do. So effectively there's, there's, a le- there's legislation that says you cannot record somebody or install a listening device or something like that Um, and that the penalty ranges are 500 penalty units for a corporation 100 for an individual or five years imprisonment or both yeah um and a penalty unit's about a thousand eleven hundred dollars isn't it so one penalty unit yeah so so 10 10 penalty units is 1100 yeah 20 is 2200 we so on and so forth okay um now there are so if you look at it, the, the principle is, no, you can't, but maybe you can. Um, and the maybe you can falls under a couple of things. So a primary example is police officers record interviews. Yep. They wear body-worn cameras or when a person consents to be recorded or they can get warrants to install the listening devices and things like that. Yep. So that's a main one. The other main exception, obviously, is if a person provides consent, whether express or implied. So the ex- the implied one is if you walk into a shop and there's a sign saying, smile, you're on CCTV. Yep. You've given implied consent because you have the ability to leave. Yep. The express one is if somebody, you know, has a meeting with you and goes, look, I'm, I've got shocking memory. Do you mind if I record this? Yep. And you go, yeah, yeah, it's fine. No worries. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the other, the other exception and this is where we come in to make the argument if a person is recording something and it's reasonably necessary for the protection of their lawful interests um, or if it's not made for the purposes of publishing the conversation or to make a report of the conversation if you're just recording it to protect your rights almost or 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 if you're recording it for memory purposes so this again can um, occur if someone's putting a phone on the table and recording a conversation because they have, yep. maybe they have Alzheimer's yep. or things like that. The second one, 
doesn't really come up so much in our in our area, but the first one really does. Yeah. So reasonably necessary for the protection of their lawful interests. Um, if I can give you a key example, mm-hmm. is um, a matter that I've experienced where a person has made a recording of them being a victim to a crime and they've made that recording because they were afraid. Yeah. And then they've taken that to the police. And from what you've told me, that's the key the key point right yeah. here. Yeah. Being afraid. Being afraid or having a real fear of something. And your interest can be a number of things. So if you put up security cameras in your house but yep. you don't have a sign that says cctv you're protecting your interest because if somebody comes onto your property without your permission and they've then stolen your letterbox or something yep um you're then protecting your interests your property one area that really comes up a lot a lot is if it can be utilized in family law so things like if people are recording at changeovers with children, if people are recording conversations with their children because they're worried about other about parental influence yeah. and they don't know how to prove what's going on. To then use that information in the court system is the tricky part. Yeah. So say for instance, I you know, I have a bust up with my partner and we've split up but we've got kids and I meet my children and I say what your mum's doing with you and I get it on camera or something like that. Something like that. So yep. there's a distinction between the, the what that recording is to be utilised for. So this is the second half of the argument. You've made that recording, you've taken it to court, is the court going to listen to it? And if so, what are they going to take from that? So this is where the Evidence Act comes in. Mm-hmm. Now this won't be so concerning for what our listeners will do with the material because they've done the first half, which is making the recording. Yeah. But when they bring it to us, what do we then do with it? And it really will come down to the content of the conversation. But in terms of the sort of guidelines that the courts will use, there's a couple of cases in the family court and then there's a couple of cases in the criminal jurisdiction which will give you some, some insight into what the thoughts are. The first one is Coulter and Coulter, which was in 2019. Now, in this matter, the court found that there was difficulty in identifying the scope of what the lawful interest was. Now, in terms of this case, the court found that the one of the party who made the recording was simply trying to obtain information that might be of use in the future. Okay. So if a person's making a recording simply for the purposes of their litigation... They're not really trying to protect their interests at the time of the recording. They're trying to gather information and build their case, so to speak. And that's not for them to do. No. Um, They're supposed to be doing it on the circumstances of what happened. Yep, absolutely. That makes sense. Um, The second case is Shelbourne and Shelbourne. Um, Now, in this matter, it was a situation where there was a recording of... Uh, allega- recording of violence yep. and there was competing allegations so both parties said they were violent no they were violent now in that matter the court found that although it would be unfairly prejudicial in terms of showing an incident and then there couldn't be the other side of that incident because of course a recording will only by its nature record a snapshot in time that's right even if it's a three-hour recording it's still mm. three hours of that entire time that those parties were together. But the court found that when violence was a pivotal issue, the court had to let that information in because it still spoke to a probative probative issue. It still spoke Mm. to what they were arguing about. That's right. 
And so, it's not like it was used in the previous case where, you know, they were using it to build their case. That's <laughs> it. They didn't have 5,000 recordings and, and were just using one because that one touched on the argument. Yep. It was in that instance, they were concerned and they tapped the record button. Now, some people can make the argument of, well, I'm always concerned, therefore I always record. In terms of what the general advice is, is you can make a recording of a public area. So if you have a dash cam and you happen to be standing in front of that dash cam the whole time, you're still recording a public area. And if that also protects your interests, i.e. your car and you just happen to be in it, so be it. But generally speaking, err on the side of caution. In terms of criminal use and what the criminal courts look at it, because the criminal courts have a greater standard of evidence than family courts, the idea being that when you're looking at a family proceedings, you're talking about what's going to happen with a child. So you need to be flexible because at the end of the day, you're going to be talking about a relationship over a lengthy period of time. You're going to be talking about what children are telling you. Whereas in the criminal courts, you're talking about people's liberty. So what gets admitted is very different. Yep. So in a matter, um, it was DW and R, the Regina, the Queen. In 2014, um, in this matter, a young girl had recorded a phone call with her abuser. Um, after she'd made the recording, she went forward with the allegation. Now, the court determined that the child in that circumstance had no concept of how to protect herself and had no concept of how to go and bring this huge issue forward. Yep. So she did what she logically thought, which was, I'm going to make a recording. Yep. And if that's what she did at that time, it's not up to anyone else to argue what her grounds were. And especially considering that recording was so probative in terms of it was ta- there was an admission in yep. it. Whereas in another matter, Suplavita and... I think I'm saying it wrong, but it's Suplavita and the Queen. An adult made a recording of a conversation with her abuser. And this was in relation to other victims. Now, in the cross-examination of the recorder, um, she had stated that the recording was to get justice. It was noted that she didn't go to the police until after the recording was made. And rather than working with the police to obtain a warrant for that phone call, she's made it of her own volition. And it was to get justice, not to protect her interests, but to get justice. So the court excluded it as evidence. So it's this concept of if you're going, if you're making this recording just because you want to to get what's what's coming or whatever it may be, that's not evidence that can be utilised. No. It has to be really to protect your there's, interests. It sounds like there's a very thin line through all these cases. There you know, is. It could go either way. There is. And that's and that's often what we experience, that we put it up. And if it doesn't help, if the court goes, no, it doesn't, doesn't bring anything to the issue, then it won't be allowed. So really, you weren't lying at the start when you said, yeah, maybe. Maybe it'll get yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It depends on the recording, the people, the place, the time, all of that. So... Right. In effect, um, I know that we've probably not made it any clearer than when we started. No, Um, we we have not. But it really just depends. Um, The real question to ask is, am I doing this to protect my interests? Yep. Am I doing this because I'm afraid? Yeah. Am I doing this? What's the purpose of this recording? Yeah. And that can give you a lot of guidance um, 
make sure you ask yourself and answer to yourself honestly because a lot of people can say that their interests are we can see where that happens you know i can imagine in a lot of recordings people would start by saying i'm going to use this against you (laughs) that's it which you know might immediately throw it out that's it i mean if the real purpose of the recording is to use it against someone it's probably not going to work yeah okay no very very interesting lauren um like I said at the start, it's one of those areas that, you know, kind of touches on everyone because everybody can record somebody now We're these in days the with their phone age, in their pocket. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, very, very good. Uh, well, once again, thank you again. Crime Time's back with a bang for 2021. Uh, and if anybody wants to reach out to us at all, please feel free to. Love some topics. Yeah, we would love to touch on any other crime issue that, you know, um, you would like to learn more about. So as per always, leave us a like, give us a review. Uh, we really appreciate your feedback. Uh, contact us. Go to our us. Facebook page. Yeah, go to our Facebook page. We've got an Instagram, LinkedIn, you name it. Uh, all the links will be in the description to this podcast. Uh, But once again, that's it from uh, me today. That's it from me today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll be back soon. Thanks. Thanks.